It's time for another episode of Health Beat, your healthy habit zone, with host Brian Hazelgren. Hello and welcome to Health Beat. I'm so glad you could join me for another episode today. You know, today I wanted to talk a little bit about picking ourselves back up after uh, some difficult times. We're all experiencing the pandemic worldwide. And as the world continues to open back up, really from various stages of being locked down, sometimes we feel the, the actual prospect of getting back to normal uh, a little overwhelming. Or maybe resuming our lives is, could even be really exciting. <laughs> and moving on from a period of time in 2020 that most of us will probably never forget in our lifetimes. This has been an absolute crazy time period, not just with the COVID-19 situation worldwide, but also here in America where we have our political system in a complete upheaval and one party over another trying to make the other look bad. And uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of negativity. And unfortunately, we have a fixation on negative things. And I want to talk about that today. I'll get into that in just a moment. But I do want to talk about the last couple of months that have been exhausting for many people and the experiences that uh, folks around the country in the U.S. here have had, have been uh, devastating sometimes, have been overwhelming at other times, uh, and downright scary. And we found ourselves feeling um, probably a little bit introspective of like reviewing our life and, and what we hope our life will turn out to be as we go forward. We know that many plans have been canceled. Um, we know that there's a lot of people that have been stuck at home. Millions of people have been stuck at home. Uh, frustrated parents with children at home because they're not at school that needed a break and they had to stay home because they couldn't go to work if, if they have children. I mean, it's, it's literally been like, if you allow it to, it can certainly ruin your, rule your life and your thoughts every day. But many people have been rethinking their careers. They've been, you know, trying to figure out maybe some new hobbies, how they're going to choose to live in the new normal going forward. And I think I want to talk about that today. I want to, I want to also uh, cover maybe some advice that I could give that we could give ourselves. And that's... Um, you know, when you're, when you're talking about reflecting on your innermost things that are important to you and what your core values are, you know, you, you'll, you'll want to start thinking about what matters to you. I know that I've been doing a lot of that lately with that introspective thinking and trying to figure out what does my personal and professional life look like going forward? How, is that, how has it changed? How will it change? going uh, into, you know, the next couple of months and even into the next year. But then I've also looked at things that have been really motivating and other things that have been just downright draining. So we have to start asking ourselves what excites us, what exhausts us, who exhausts us, or at the, at the end of the day, let's start talking about and having a discussion towards what our lives are going to be looking like as we elevate our lives into something different. Uh, intellectually, spiritually, physically, emotionally, 
you know, even this morning I had a great workout, um, great cardio workout that I haven't done for a couple, well, maybe about a week. And my body and my mind were missing that. So there's, anyway, I don't even know why I brought that up. Uh, I think I brought it up because I was just, I was I always feel great after I do a nice cardio workout or I do a nice weightlifting session and get the endorphins moving, get the blood flow pumping throughout the system. It just makes you feel better. So obviously, this show is about all all about health and wellness, and that's what we want to cover. But today, I want to uh, dive into a little bit deeper of of this fixation that we have on negative things and how we how we can fix that. Uh, We as humans usually have a propensity to give a ton of weight or more weight maybe is a better way to put that in our own minds that um, when things go wrong, that's where we usually spend most of our thought process versus more when things are going right. Uh, Scientists have called that something interesting. They call it the negative bias that we focus on the negative so much that just one negative event can literally hijack our minds in, in ways that can be de- detrimental to our relationships, to our own in per- interpersonal peace, to our health, to our work, and even our happiness. So overcoming that negative bias, I will be the first to admit, is it's not easy. But it does deserve some discussion And uh, maybe if we shed a little bit of attention on that together, we can talk about how we can change that negative bias that we have, that we carry around. Everybody has it, Uh, some more than others. So as you all know, I've written a few books on being positive and maintaining a positive attitude. And it's not only good for what you're doing when you're interacting with other people, but it's also good for your health. So what if we were to maybe talk about or even learn how to navigate around that negative bias and know that we can become stronger for it if we start focusing on the positive. And if we can use that knowledge to improve our lives, we could even go as far as to say that we can alter our own lives, our family, maybe even our community or our society in a positive way. We've all seen on the news recently how the riots, how the political process, how the pandemic has influenced us and altered our society and the thought processes in a negative way. Why can't we do the same thing for the positive side? So if we have human, if we have as human beings have such a fixation on the negative with that negative bias, I think we can turn the tide and I think we can have the positive bias and focus on the positive side of things and make our lives better. So let's pick that apart for just a minute, the negative bias versus positive bias and how our minds have evolved to react, overreact is probably a better way to put that, to overreact to negative things. You know, sometimes it's even, it doesn't even matter what the outside circumstances are. I think we can probably all agree that sometimes we, we as human beings overreact to the negative. We migrate right to the negative. Mostly because we're bombarded with it day in and day out with the media. 
But I think the good news is that we can also compensate for this and kind of, you know, cut through some of the malarkey that's out there in the news and contemplate or even consider what what the positive side of life actually feels like, looks like, and how we can benefit from it. There's so many people that use negative bias to persuade us to do something we may not even want to do. They they end up manipulating us into that realm of thinking. However, if we start to understand that they're doing that, then maybe we can be in a position to prevent some of those negative effects and actually improve the quality of our own social life. I think that's very possible. And I, I think one of the most surprising elements of our fixation on negative, uh, of, of negative things and that negative bias is when people get very upset when something doesn't fulfill a promise or an expectation. If they, if they do, well, let me back up. If people actually go above and beyond and do something extra, it feels like today people just aren't grateful for that anymore. And then, of course, you take that a step further, you can also get penalized severely for what you don't do. I think we as a society, as, as human beings, need to stop focusing and fixating on negative things, the negative bias. So let's talk about that a little bit. Let's go a little deeper into that discussion. Uh, I do believe that there's many examples that we could talk about. Um, but one that was really that pointed out to me in a clear way was the power. It was a book called uh, the power of bad and how the negative thinking really affects us and rules us and takes over our lives. So the power of bad. Now, several researchers did experiments with students where they found that if they were given a ticket to uh, a ticket to an event by a ticket broker, and if the seats were better than expected, the, Students didn't express any gratitude. They didn't say anything. However, on the flip side, they got very upset if the seats were worse than expected. I think I've also noticed lately that even when you open the door for someone, in the past, everyone was grateful that you do that. Today, people just walk on through and kind of expect it. Don't even appreciate your act of kindness. Hopefully that can turn around with just some of these little simple examples. But I've actually, I've actually had people tell me they didn't want me to open the door for them <laughs> and not to expect a thank you. I mean, come on, really? Can we get out of that negative thought process there for just a minute? And not that I want to focus on, people that are negative, I actually want to focus more on how do we figure out that we're, we have that negative bias, we're bombarded with it day in and day out, we tend to focus more immediately on the negative news, but we're also constantly shared negative news on pretty much every channel, every radio station, every television station, social media is running rampant with negative stories. And we don't usually share the positive. Sometimes it's just such a welcome 
breath of fresh air just to hear something positive from others and to hear a positive story. We usually get a good dose of positivity around some of the major holidays where we tend to start appreciating our country more or those who have fought for our freedoms more or those who have survived cancer. That's usually when we think about it, but what about the other days of the year? I mean, if we have 20 major holidays, um, what about the others, the other time of the year? I think we need to start focusing on how we change this, uh, this notion that journalists everywhere don't really want to run a story unless it's bad news. I think we, you know, get it. it uh, I've heard this before, you know, as a kid growing up, no, uh, good news is no news. I mean, that was, that was a long time ago. Today we're still getting that we're getting bombarded with it every day. So what about those things that are going right in the world? Why don't they cover that? Why don't they do more of those, those types of stories? And let's start looking at the good news instead of constantly finding the bad all day, every day, and the things that end up affecting the masses tend to be overwhelming. You know, we're all afraid of dying. We're afraid of being hurt. Most people are usually sensitive. Um, and we don't want to hurt other, other people's feelings. Usually that's a, a nice way to reach the masses, but is it effective? <laughs> and I think the answer when it comes to the media is no. But I think what we want to do is to stop fixating on the negative. Yeah, there's awful events happening every day in our lives. We, we hear about it. We read about it. We see it. That's unfortunate. And that's happening all the time. But they're also isolated events. I think we have to pick through some of this craziness. And the key there is not to dwell on the negative, but to find the good. We can find the good in everything. I'm convinced of that. That negative bias that we always seem to migrate to, it's always going to be there. And in most cases, the bad is usually stronger than the good, but good can still prevail. I think we're the luckiest people in the history of the world to be alive right now. It may not feel like it. It may not seem like it at the moment because we're so overwhelmed with so many things coming at us every day. Unemployment, no income, a pandemic, worrying about our loved ones, worrying about our children, if they're going to be going back to school, worrying about if our company is going to survive, worrying about, there's a long list. I won't keep going over that. But I still feel like we are the luckiest people on the, in the history of the world with all of the things that we have at our disposal. And things are still getting better. Even the fact that you're listening to this podcast is something that I still feel is cool technology that we can talk about some things and maybe coach each other and, and learn a few things from someone else. What we have to do is just look around us once in a while. We have to stop focusing on that negative bias and let's look at the positive. Let's look at the, all the things in our lives that are going well. There's plenty of those to find. Surely we can actually look at our life uh, as we're going through some tough times, but let's not forget, tough times don't last. 
tough people do. I'm certainly hopeful that uh, as we understand our kind of our inner self and we have that introspective look about ourselves, that we can push the negative bias, that negative effect to the side. We can use our brain in a rational way and override what gets in our way and start using those positive thoughts for positive purposes in our own lives. Because I think the more that we can train our brains to be more rational in overriding that that first gut reaction or that first thought process that we have that's negative, if we start overriding that, there's more things that'll keep getting better for us. And I think we can all become happier people. I think we can all become more productive people, more efficient, more effective people in our, in our lives personally and when we're dealing with others. So sometimes you just have to uh, take a break. You got to think about what you're going through. And uh, when I wrote the book, Mastering Positive Thinking, I started focusing a little bit of more of my time and attention on, you know, when I'm stressed out, I just get up and leave the computer, stop answering emails, stop making phone calls, uh, take a walk, think about some positive things, because we can, can take, take, uh, take control of our lives. We can take that control back if we feel like we've lost it. Sometimes it even comes down to not just taking a break, but writing down a few things that you maybe want to focus on, a new hobby you wanted to start a project that you haven't finished yet, a book that you may want to write, a podcast that you may want to create and share your thoughts and ideas and dreams and hopes and goals. And I think uh, we also have to not just write down those things that we want to refocus our time and attention on. I, I believe very strongly that we need to make a commitment to ourselves to stop blaming others for our circumstances and realize that we can make our own choices. We need to stop blaming our parents. We need to stop blaming our work uh, uh, colleagues. We need to stop blaming our loved ones. We need to start looking up inwardly and start thinking about, well, how can I take responsibility for this? I think we can use that as a force for good. And I think you need to write it down. I think you need to take a minute or two and say, look, I'm going to stop blaming people for my circumstances. Yes, we can sit and blame the pandemic. We can blame the politicians. We can blame the employers. We can blame whoever we want. But at some point, we've got to survive. And at some point, we've got to thrive. And that starts inwardly when we stop blaming others for our current circumstances. Take control of your life. And I know that you can do a lot better in your life if you also allow others to help you and to talk with you and you talk to them. Your family, your friends, your colleagues, even people in society. But don't get overwhelmed with the negative bias. And I think you can make a commitment to yourself to make a positive influence in your own family, in your own community, and even in your own nation. Because I believe we can do pretty much anything we put our minds to. And I also think we need to stop criticizing others. Stay focused on what we can do that's right, what we can do that's positive. 
how we can be a positive source of light for others and to stop fixating on the negative things that we're constantly hit with. Don't always go to the negative. Think of some other way to, that is positive in your life. And then also when someone actually does something that um, is positive, acknowledge that. Tell them thank you. You'd be surprised how healthy it can actually be to even say thank you once in a while and to be grateful and exercise a little bit of gratitude. That literally is healthy, spiritually, emotionally, physically. So I would, I would challenge you to also acknowledge people when they do something good. And don't just think that, well, they, they, they know what I think. No, just say it. Say it to them. Acknowledge it verbally or in writing. And let's stop focusing on the negative. So while we're at it, I might as well thank you for tuning in today for this other, another episode of Health Beat. I think it's important for us to not only remember who we are, what we do, why we're here on this earth, and how we can make a difference. I think it's also incumbent upon us to remember that we can take control of our own lives, that we can make a positive difference in, the, in our own life as well as the lives of many others. I know you can do that. I know you, you, uh, that's why you tune into this program is to maybe get a few little tidbits of information that might help you create a better life for yourself with your health, your balance, your emotions, even your wealth. And let's uh, wrap it up today. Again, I just want to thank you for being a part of the uh, amazingly growing crowd of excellent people who are out there that are giving me some positive feedback on what they'd like to hear about or talk about or um, learn about on these different episodes. So thank you for tuning in. You can always get a copy of any, uh, any of my books on my website at brianhazelgren.com or positivepeopletools.com. That's another one since uh, we're talking about mastering positive thinking and uh, positive people make things happen. You know, we also could probably uh, talk about a few things that might be helpful for you as we wrap up from uh, another little small book that I wrote, Positive People Make Things Happen. And each one of those positive affirmations starts with that very phrase, positive people make things happen because they have a firm hope that, they, that the storm will pass. Positive people make things happen because they keep their eye on the ultimate goal and don't allow distractions to rule their life. Positive people make things happen because they realize that a positive attitude will take them further in life than skill or talent ever will. Positive people make things happen because they discipline their mind to drown out the negative voices. Let me read one more here. By the way, there's 110 of these, so there's, there's more to read, but let me just wrap up with this. Positive people make things happen because they know that just being alive is a magnificent thing. Reading directly out of the book, positive people make things happen. Anyway, again, I want to thank you for tuning in today. This is Health Beat. My name is Brian Hazelgren. I want to thank again Heroes Media Group for the production and distribution of this podcast. I'm going to sign off for now. Thank you again for tuning in. There will be more tips and innovative ideas and other things to share on the future episodes and take a listen to some of the past episodes. And again, thank you for your loyalty and 
in uh, tuning into these programs. Much appreciated. I hope you have a great day, and we'll look forward to uh, interacting with you one, uh, again soon. Thank you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.